With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This man can train a horse. He's one of the most promising trainers in the country, Alex Ray. And he's got a star galloper, Shokamova, that looks mighty hard to beat at Caulfield today. And he joins us now. Alex, thanks for your time, mate. Hi, Gareth. How are you? I am well. Shokamova, first of all, he was so impressive the other day at Caulfield when he came from last. How has he trained on since? Yeah, really good. Took him about a week or so to get over his second run at Caulfield, but the last couple of weeks have been faultless. And, uh, you know, that three and a half weeks between runs really suits him well. So he goes to the races today in good order. He's just got that amazing turn of foot. And when you were watching that race there the other day, you thought, oh, he might be in a little bit of trouble here. But it was a brilliant, patient ride there by Craig Williams the other day with your horse over the 1600. Um, but he had them covered pretty quickly. Stepping up to the 2,000 metres, it looks like he's he's ready for that jump as well. Yeah, really, really looking forward to stepping him out in trip. We think the further we go with him, the better he's going to get. And yeah. Having the two runs under his belt, he, he really heads to the races today ready to peak. So um, we're really looking forward to it. All right, then what about race number seven? You'll be saddling, saddling up Electric Bell. Is it a big price each way? Should we be putting Electric Bell into our quaddies? Oh, I say no, but she's likely to bob up. It just depends which electric bell rocks up this afternoon. She's a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde, so uh, fingers crossed she can bring her best. And if she does, she'll be she'll be running on strongly. I hope. All right then, but Shockamover looks tough to beat. Yeah, certainly. I'm just a little bit worried about the rail out twelve. If they're struggling to make ground, he might be giving him a bit of a start. But certainly, I wouldn't be swapping him for anything. Yeah, we'll find out anyway by the time. Shockamovis race arrives anyway, what the track pattern's doing. So um, we'll keep a close eye on that, mate. But loving your work. And he's been a star on TikTok as well, um, your horse, because um, Kristen Langender, who's a TikTok sensation, the the horse masseur in a way, or I don't know, he's a miracle man, basically watching him on TikTok. Shockamovis being one of his star pupils. Uh, yeah, I have heard about this. I'm not a social media man myself, but... Um, I've heard it's got some legs, so yep. uh, good on him. Go, go and get him. Thanks for that, Alex. Thanks, Gareth. There's Alex Ray. He's the champion trainer, Mike Marone. He's got a fascinating runner engaged in the Kunji, which is the feature event there today at Caulfield. Mike joins us now. G'day, Mike. Thanks for your time, mate. Yep. Morning. Morning. Uh, Gregor Limo goes around the former European galloper or French galloper. He was first up in this country and was pretty good behind Muramasa there at Flemington the other day. He's up in trip. Um, your expectations with him today, second up? Uh, yeah, look, he's um, aided by a lovely draw, nice weight. Um, he, was, he was a bit luckless first up, I thought. Um, yeah. And with clearest uh, running, he would, would have made it interesting, but he what he's got to learn to do is just relax over the 2,000 metres because he got overgrown a little bit on the first side. But we've done a fair bit of work with him in between. And, uh, yeah, we're easy confident we've got him pretty fit going into this. So it'd be a break for an interesting race. And you've had so much success with these imports. What kind of level do you think this fella can reach? Uh, you know, for what he's shown us, 
he's shown us plenty on the track and at jump outs. So we were yeah. pretty confident going to his first run that he, um, yeah, look, he, no matter where we or what we did with him, we were always happy with him on the way through. He settled into in straight away. We what we did was we flew him and another one. Uh, we bought the same sale um, and gelded both of them straight away, and they gave him a quick break and then back into work. So um, he's made it through and and really hasn't put a foot wrong. Yeah, it's interesting to we see some of these imports. They get off the plane, they race really well, and then they have a break and they don't come back the same horse. But do you believe now that you've worked out the best way to treat these internationals? Yeah, it depends on when you bring them in. I yeah. think. Um, and we we aiming to get to um, with them. Like we we bought class ammonium in that time, and he went straight off the plane, and went bang bang. And he and, and some do, but the majority do take that um, that break. And yeah, you know, we we found with horses like Sound and those sort of horses that they they really just took um, a little bit of time to settle in. And we're finding that with Alan Cure at the moment. Whereas a horse like Buffalo River was straight away. He he was one that sort of came here and. And, and went on straight away. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're um, all individuals, and they usually tell you by, strangely enough, the first thing that they, they give you is, is a fact about their, their coat and what they're doing with their summer and winter and out of sync sort of thing. So that, that's the first thing to look at normally. And this guy stayed great in the coat, uh, really has. So. Do you expect him to win today then, Mike? Uh, it would, wouldn't be a surprise if he won, because we know he's got really good talent. Uh, and he's drawn to get a lovely run. Um, he's certainly a, a really good winning chance. And do you back him up in a Caulfield Cup? Is he that type of horse? Or do you think that would be still, that might be unlikely if he wins today that you could back him oh, up look, on Saturday? We, we, there's a couple of things we're looking for today yep. uh, with him. And one's how he relaxes is, is going to be the key. Um, his form in, in Europe has been at 2,100 metres. Um, I think he's been placed at a mile and a half. Um, and that was a, a little while ago. So, you know, he, the different way they run their races here, it's, it's a, you've got to sort of try, try them um, at all the distances to find out which is the right one, you know, running our style. So and what I saw the other day, he'd just need to switch off a little bit more to say he's a mile and a half horse. You're on SEN here. We've got so many different shows and we cover a lot of different sports with different radio programs, but everybody knows who Wayne Hawks is, is the racing man. He walks in with a bit of a swagger and you know, all the punters that might just bet on a Saturday or just looking for a tip. They ask Wayne, uncle Wayne, have you got any winners for us? And you know what he was saying on Monday when he walked into our studios, Mike, Vegeta San, um, he's, he's taking you on here. Has he indicated that yeah. he's ready to, to, to tackle you today? Or is there any side bet or is he, we know he's a terrible judge, mind you. Um, so does he keep that to himself? Look, if, he, if he's a shocking, if he's a terrible judge, I'm not that far behind him. So <laughs> um, I'd say it'd be, it'd be just the worst, of both, the best of both, both evils, I would think. You know? You're a great judge but, of wine. Um, they yeah, tip. look, he, he obviously, yeah. he, he looks a, he looks a smart horse um, on what we saw of him for the Sands. So, um, yeah, there's nowhere to hide in the, hide in the spring. No. Um, you, you know, you, you, no matter what you where you run, um, yeah. you know you can run into something really smart, and um, that's you know, that's always been always been the case. And the benchmark eighty four over the seven furlongs, Japanese Emperor. We know that he's got ability. Um, be interesting yeah. to see what he can do today. Is he? Um, goes around at Caulfield, he gets Oliver to ride, and then you've got a horse that just continues to run second, Tasman Park, with Jamie Mott aboard. Yeah. Your thoughts there? Yeah. 
Two of my big frustrations uh, have been these two. Yes. Um, probably that, and you throw Alan Cure into, into the situation. There's, there's the leading three that have uh, made me sleepless. But yeah. Uh, look, Japanese Emperor put the blinkers on. We, we were hoping that's the reason that he um, just hasn't been really putting in because he's been working like he's, he. We really were confident last start that he'd win. And when you think that Attrition uh, only just beat him home in the um, Australian Guineas. Um, and he was pretty, um, he was sure to run, in my opinion, going into it. Mm. So, you know, that's the sort of ability we know he's got. Well, that would sort of win a lot of races. And we brought him back in, uh, going aim at the two-rack, but he just wasn't going well enough. So uh, we've uh, had to change tact. And we've got the blinkers on, and certainly his work's been great with the blinkers on. But it was good going into it. So we, we, we'd scratch our heads. And... The other bloke, well, he just um, gets to the front and wants to switch off. Um, but if you watch the replay the other day, Wurrimu dropped his rein on him. Yeah. Um, uh, we went to go and swap the stick over. He ended up dropping his rein. And um, from there, that's the reason he got beaten, basically. So he's been frustrating. But, he's, but they've both got really nice abilities. I, I don't like clashing, but it was just the way it went. And um, stand the, made the best man win. So we should put... Japanese in our quaddy, basically. He wouldn't surprise you if he does turn oh, around. Oh, definitely put both of them. Yep. Definitely put both of them in the, in the quaddy. I wouldn't leave him out. He's got group one ability, so. Yep. All right, mate. Thanks for that. Great to have you on the show as always, Mike. And we wish you the best of luck, especially in the Coonji today. Okay, thanks for that. Cheers. Always great to catch up with Troy Corstens, who joins us now on Giddy Up on this uh, Wednesday, ahead of a big meeting at Caulfield. Hello to you, Troy. Great to be with you, mate. Morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thank you. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, since your stables moved to Benalla, it's just jumped out of the ground. Now, you were going great guns, but I've just been watching closely, especially on Benalla Cup Day, and then that filly was good this time last week. It sailed to win again. Your team's just um, in a rich vein of form at the moment. Oh, we needed it, Gareth. I, I'm still having a bit of a frustrating run. I think we've had uh, 19 seconds between... Uh, Melbourne and, and uh, country New South Wales for the season. So if we can convert a few more of those, I'd be a little bit happier. Yeah, but have you enjoyed that base there at um, at, at Benalla? Because you had a big Benalla yeah. Cup day. It's going really well. It's it's lovely and quiet, which I, I, I think I've said it a few times, and it's just very tranquil for the horses, and it's completely different to uh, what we've got at uh, Geelong or Flemington. So it just gives us another... Another option, basically. So Revy Philly's like red dates. She just loves it up there. Yeah. And just, um, we've got a few text messages coming through, as we mentioned that you were coming on the show. Can you ask Troy about an update on the astrologist? Uh, he's he's fantastic, Gareth. He uh, came back and we gave him a little bit of time down with Cheryl Weller, who, who does a magnificent job down on the beach at Balnaring. Uh, just, his feet were a bit tired when he got home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the four weeks in quarantine, probably weren't uh, wasn't amazing for that so we just gave his feet a really good rest he's back in now he's up and he's uh, doing a bit of 14s which is a base gallop for us I'd suggest he'd be ready for a trial in about five or six weeks and uh, I'll have a, I'm, I'm meeting with uh, Nathan on Friday and we'll stick out a plan and, and see where we're going to head with him beautiful now Jack Jenkins our USC fighter loves his racing he joins me each and every Wednesday Ardevark, he was keen on this galloper in the third race in the debutant stakes at Caulfield today. Do you share his confidence? I do. I really love this horse, Gareth. He's, uh, I think Jack's uh, got his eye in at the moment. He's a, he's a beautiful horse. He does everything right. 
And very rare, but he's one of those racehorses that um, going into a, a good race like this, uh, everything's just gone to plan. So which it doesn't happen a lot. You can uh, Every trader you can talk to, we always get a lot of issues and whatnot. But this horse, is, he's had a faultless preparation, and I'm really looking forward to today. I watched Coleman at the races the other day. He looks like he's pretty flighty. So um, I think there's a question mark on how he parades and when he arrives there at Caulfield. Are you confident your fella can do everything right? He'll, he'll, yeah, he's he's spot on. He's uh, I've taken him away to Seymour for a day out as well, and he and he handled that really well. So um, we've dotted the eyes and crossed the t's, I think. But as as you know, with two year old racing, anything can happen. But I'm very very happy with our horse. So we'll have a bet then, five dollars fifty or six dollars. Now we've bet three six five. Troy, wish you the best of luck, mate. We appreciate your time as always. Have you got a winner for us tomorrow? Tomorrow, um, gee, you'd have to think Alfonso would be very hard to beat. Yep. All right then.